Is astrological compatibility real? Which zodiac signs go well together? There's no telling when that one-of-a-kind connection will happen or what it will take for two souls to spark. However, astrology and horoscopes are meant to guide all of the zodiac signs toward the right path to their future and true love. So if you're looking at a potential romantic candidate, you may want to take into consideration what astrologers have to say about zodiac compatibility. While every zodiac sign has attractive qualities, not all of them work well together. Today, we take a look into a few of the zodiac signs and discuss the compatibility choices to see if these are a perfect match or a match made in hell. Hey, with friends, my family, welcome to another episode of our podcast. I am your host, Tammy, and I'm joined by my bestie, Rashida. Hey, everybody. Happy Sunday. Hey, family. Hey, girl. What's going <laughs> so, on? <laughs> so are you, are you coming down off that West Coast time yet? Yeah, I feel like I feel like I, I feel like I am now. It took a few days for me to get back into the swing of things, but I'm good now. Um, you know, if you all don't know, we did take a trip to Arizona, um, a much needed R&R vacation with me and my girl, and we had a good time. Um, we were not expecting the temps to be as high as they were, <laughs> right? But nevertheless, we, you know, we, we, we pushed through and we had an amazing time. Um, we had massages. And when I tell you like, this was just like the no plan plan vacation. That's what we did. We chilled. We had a good time. We ate. Girl, what else did we do? What else did we do? We did so much. <laughs> we talked about it on Wild Wednesday. Like I had yeah. a lot of firsts and she you know, did. <laughs> I did. It was like a debrief. Like we we set out to really just relax and get our mind right. You know, like you give so much of yourself to your families, to your jobs, to everything. Like sometimes you just need to get away and do nothing. And that's exactly what we did. We absolutely did nothing. Just, you know, got massages, lay by the pool, just kind of decompressed because we really, really, really needed that. Yeah. And then just being together, our you know, <laughs> our usual <laughs> self. <laughs> we enjoyed ourselves. When I tell you, we laughed and reminisced, you know, creating new memories. So it was amazing. I'm glad we did take it. We, um, you know, at one point, you know, it's so many things that you can get involved in, you know, as far as like when you go to a new place. But we reeled ourselves in. And said we weren't we weren't there for that. So we did um, do what we set out to do, and that was just relax and chill. Yeah, I'm sure did. All right, friends. So we're gonna start off as usual with our wine of the week. You can check this month's uh, wine list. I'll be posting that, and you'll be able to get your wines for the month of August. But today's, um, this week's wine is called The Abundance. It's a sweet red wine. It is a part of a seven words wine collection by Sip and, and Share Wines. And so this wine is actually a uh, vegan wine. And so for those of you who don't know the difference between vegan, because you would think, right, with vegan that it's fruit that it would be vegan automatically. But um, when you talk about 
it being a vegan wine, it has to do with the production. And so those that are vegan, they pay closely close attention to how things are packaged, how things are produced and making sure that it's nothing um, associated with uh, animals. So this wine is a sweet red wine. It is fruity with aromas of citrus with flavors of juicy blood orange. And like I said before, it complements vegan um, and vegetarian foods, desserts, mild cheeses, spicy cuisine, fresh fruits, and nuts. So if you all are interested in this um, particular wine, you can find it at sipandshare.com. And so like I said, it was part of a seven, a seven words series and so they actually have a seven words wine sampler set that you can pick up for $50 and it gives you a sample of the words that they use the seven words that they use are intention manifest conjure gratitude awaken love and abundance and so each one is associated with a different wine so it has a Riesling a Chardonnay a Zinfandel a red blend, a sweet white, a white Zinfandel, and today's uh, wine is abundant sweet red. I like that concept. I yeah. really, really so, like that. You all check that one out, and this one has an alcohol content of ten percent, and the region is Indianapolis, Indiana. So you know, when you were um, talking about it being a vegan wine, I had never heard. You know, until you explained it, I had never, never heard of a vegan wine. So I'm wondering if the percentage of alcohol in it is kind of low. It's be I wonder if it's because it's vegan. Like, that's just the, I, I wonder, I'm wondering, mm -hmm. you know, curious about that. Because 10% is kind of low for a sweet wine. Normally, with sweet red, I think most, most of yeah, the ones that like I think, like, tw yeah, like 12. Yeah, 12 is the 13. lowest, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, so y'all let us know what you all thought of that. But we're going to sip up on this as we get mm -hmm. into our topic. Sounds good. So we all know about the zodiac signs. And, um, you know, I want to say this as a disclaimer before we jump in. Um, Everybody may not be into, you know, astrology and the zodiac signs. A lot of people feel like it's just, you know, it's just a bunch of BS or whatever. But <laughs> I tend to really heavily believe in that because I believe it's true. Um, so, you know, for those that don't really are not into the zodiac signs, um, this may not be your cup of tea, but you can still listen in, you know, and learn a little something because, you know, it's like I said, it's always something to learn from each episode. So, um, you know, we all know about the zodiac signs and some of the traits of them, and we're mostly aware of our own and possibly a few of others, but I believe when we think about it, it more pertains to the negative attributes of the signs. So understanding compatibility can not only improve your romantic relationships, but it can also improve the dynamics of your work, family, and friendships. So you know how you hear like Sagittarius are this or Virgos are that. Well, this name this may not matter to some people, but if you've run into some rocky situations or experiences with a specific sign, you kind of start to become more aware of that. It may not always be the same behavior pattern exactly, but the character traits are relevant and obvious. So the first thing people usually ask when you meet 
when they're meeting is what's your sign. And the reason why that's so important is because compatibility matters. It's not just about liking the same foods or favorite movie, you know, stuff like that. It, it goes deeper than that. So you agree? I would say, so all my life, I would say, you know, like, because I grew up in a Christian home that, you know, it was taboo for you to talk about, you know, Zodiac horoscopes and everything mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like was really curious to know um, just in this space, because I do believe that people who are born like in the same birth month um, have similar personality characteristics. And just, you know, like with us being Sagittarius and how similar we are, mm -hmm. I just kind of like, was looking at some different articles and things like that just to kind of see like what was being said about um because if you think about it you know it's so many things that people do in I guess like faith and when it comes to um so the difference between like a prophet and an astrologer somebody who reads you know like what is right. really the difference between that and you know, like how come, you know, in a religious space, it's okay for a prophet to predict um, certain things on a spiritual level, but then on the other side for astrologer, how come it seemed like it's so taboo or like it's witchcraft if they, you know, use science or anything like that? What do you think about, you know, that? <sighs> Well, you know, I have a lot to say about that because, <laughs> because I, you know, honestly, it's all, it's all science and it's all planetary, no matter what, if a prophet sees a vision, has a vision of something and he, you know, if you're in a church, a, a church setting or religious setting and a prophet prophesies over you and say, I see this for your life. I see, you know, this or whatever. To me, like you said, what is the difference between going to a psychic and seeing a psychic give you a vision? people have to stop associating negative connotations with certain things. Like until you've actually experienced it, you can't really say that it's a negative thing or not because some people think prophets are fake, but they'll listen to a psychic. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So it's vice versa. But I just feel like, you know, if if you believe, you believe. That's It's, it's your belief, whatever it is. But if you have a vision for yourself and there's someone that confirms it, you still see something for yourself. And if you have somebody that's confirming that or say that they see this for you, what is wrong with that? Why does that have to be a negative thing? Don't you want somebody to confirm that? Yes, I see this for your life too. Or, you know, uh, this this is possible. This, this is going to happen. Now, people think that when you go see a psychic, it's like they're going to tell you, you're going to die on this day or something like that. And no psychic is going to do they that. They don't, they can't predict They're that, not, they, they cannot, they are not God and they cannot tell you when, if something, this is going to happen, whatever. All they're doing is basically tapping in in some type of, they had, it's a gift. It's a gift. Right. No matter what you say, it is a gift. And a lot of people have it. If you, if you're talking about intuition, that's all intuition really is. We all have some type of sort of intuition, psychic ability, whatever you want to call it. Deja vu. People need to understand what that is. That's like, you feel like, oh, I've been here before. I felt this before. I've seen this before. That's because that's, it's it's that type of situation. That's what I'm trying to say. Deja vu is made up. All of that is made up of like energy and stuff. So mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be voodoo, witchcraft and all that kind of stuff. It's not to say it's not of God. It's not that serious. It's not right. <laughs> non-religion. We're not talking in a religious aspect. Right. So 
I think when it comes to the Zodiac, I think it's the same thing. Like everybody was born under the same plant, like the, the year, like the year, the birth month and all of that. The sun sets at a certain time and the moon sets at a certain time. All of that is astrology. Your birthday, all of that is astrological. So mm-hmm. when you think about the Zodiac sign that's associated with that, like you were saying, there are specific characteristics that you find that people have the same because we're all, if you're born in that same uh, month or sun or moon, whatever season or something like that. So it absolutely is true. Like I'm, I believe in it hundred percent. I kind of, you know, do. And at the same token, you know, like anything that any information that someone gives you, like there's always, an exception to the rule you know what I mean so it's not mm-hmm. always across the board everybody is like this or everybody's not like this or you know there are um situations where you know they say certain signs shouldn't be together or you know that they're not compatible but then you know I believe that with any relationship it's gonna take work and communication all of the same things mm-hmm. but I do believe like when you look at um, when you look at birth months and characteristic characteristics and personality traits, they are, you know, like you can find that there there are some similarities. Mm -hmm. So what signs have you dated and what would you say? Like, do you do you feel like there are certain signs that you you connect with more or? How do you feel? Do you feel drawn to certain people? Mm, I, I feel like, you know, like like spirits, like spirits, like energy attracts energy. So I'm going to say this. If you're talking about a specific sign, there is there are specific signs that I feel that I've dated or dealt with, been in relationships with that. I, I just know that we're not compatible and I've, it's happened on more than one occasion and I've seen it. And so that's what I'm saying. Those are the signs. I'm not saying like, oh my God, if this person, if I meet somebody and this, they're this sign, I'm not going to like, you know, try to see if they're a match for me or whatever. But I'm just saying, I know the signs when it comes to these specific ones. And so I it's always a red. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, ain't, I cannot, I cannot. I'm just saying, I like, I I'm not. Differ. I know that I'm not compatible. I done did it enough to know. And <laughs> even though they were different people, they still had those same characteristics. And I always felt like we always clashed in certain areas, the same exact areas. And so to me, that is not a compatibility for me. That sign, I'm not compatible with that sign. That's my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Because I would say, so I'm a Sag, of course, and I have... I literally have married two Aquarius and it's crazy because one was February 5th and one was February 6th. Mm. So they both had similar characteristics. They had similar, you know, personalities. And I feel like I, I draw Aquariuses to me because when I think about my day in life, like I literally have dated somebody whose birthday was from February 1st all the way through the 12th. Mm. So you would so <laughs> I would know. Yeah. Yeah, I would know. <laughs> but when I think about, and this is this is something too that you got to think about that just because you're drawn to somebody doesn't mean it works well in a relationship. 
Yes. So yes. these people were amazing friends. And so like they are very um, loyal. They're fun to be around. You know, they're easygoing and they kind of go with the flow. And so like, I know for us, we're very free spirited. We need mm-hmm. somebody who's not going to take things too seriously and things like that. So um, I think you just have to be mindful that just because you have a connection with somebody doesn't mean it's always a romantic connection. Yeah, absolutely. Because when you think about romantic connection, even making a relationship work, it still has to come with the extra stuff like you know, it has to be like your communication, you know, like, do you all have the same vision and, um, and purpose for your life? And do you, you know, are you like-minded when it comes to certain things versus Mm -hmm. just looking at personality traits and whether, you know, you're compatible and like the same things? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because connection and compatibility are two different things. I think, what do you think matters more, compatibility or connection? So I think for me, they're equally important. I kind of feel like like you need the connection initially, right? To even feel like you can even move forward with someone. So that connection where it's just, you know, it sparks and you can be around this person is for me super important. And, you know, as far as compatibility, I think, you know, compatibility is more so like, do you, are you similar? And not all the time similar um, personalities and natures, sometimes they can't clash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think compatibility to me is equal to longevity. So here's how I look at it. I can have a connection with anybody. I can have a connection with a stranger walking down the street. So it's like connection, like you said, is the initial, but compatibility is what's going to sustain. So, and when I say compatibility, like I said, compatibility is not just our likes and dislikes. It's not that I like spicy food. They like, we both like the same type of movies and no, 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 no. We're talking about compatible in, like you say, how we do life, the way that we see things. And of course, you're not going to be on the same page as, you know, with everything. But do we do can we bounce off of each other and can we you know what I'm saying like can we come together and have a happy medium where it's like okay you know even if I didn't look at it this way it's it's, you're showing it to me in this other way I never thought about it this way but now I can look at it this way because this is the way you've expressed it to me or you know you've shown me how to look at things differently so I think compatibility is based off of how long your relationship is going to be able to sustain because if you don't if you're not compatible you know how people say they grow apart and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't really think that, I'm not going to say that's not possible. Of course it's possible, but I'm saying if you're compatible, I don't feel like two people should grow apart. So I just, I just don't feel that. So let's like just even define the word compatibility. So mm-hmm. the noun compatibility means a state in which two things are able to exist or occur together without problems or conflict. Mm, that's what I just said. That's what I'm saying. And who doesn't want that in longevity? That's right. And that's the way. And that's the way that you, you know, can keep longevity because you it's being able to rise above conflict, being able to problem solve together and different things like that. So, if you aren't 
on the same page when it comes to how to solve problems, then yeah, you're not, you're not right. compatible. Right, right. And you don't see it in the beginning sometimes. That's why I said you have to be careful about when you step into something, you got to pay attention to how this person handles, uh, you know, stressful situations or, you know, things like that. Like pay attention to those signs, like what triggers them and things like that. You have to really pay attention to that because if they're showing you this now, it's going to continue further into the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about, um, so when we was in Arizona, we was kind of talking about um, some of our similarities (laughs) when it comes (laughs) to you know, like how we are as people and, you know, like I, it's funny because I started a new relationship. And so a, a lot of times when I'm in a relationship, I try to look at patterns and, you know, like if it's certain things that I've heard before about mm-hmm. myself, then I kind of like, you know, want to dive in and really pay attention to those things. So, um, there are certain words that have have been <laughs> used towards me. And, and it was funny because me and Tammy was like, yeah, this is crazy. So um, I was having a conversation uh, with my guy and I said, and he was just like, you're so long winded. <laughs> I get to the point. And I get to the point. And so when we was talking about it, she was like, I do the same thing. It's like you want to give all of the details mm-hmm. of it and like kind of tell the story of what's happening. And they're like, okay. So it was a running joke because he would be like, can you? He was like, all right, then I got to go. Like we'd be on the phone. you off. <laughs> he like, um, okay, my manager's calling but he was trying to give it to you in a nice way, though. He was trying to do it in a nice way, right? Right. But, um, <laughs> but I think like that's a a characteristic of ours where you know, like we we want to give the details of everything <laughs> because that's what we want. Like if somebody's yes. telling us a story, you can't just say this is what I did. And then you skip to the end. No, I need, I need the whole, give me the body. I need the, I need the introduction, the, the, I need the body and I need the summary and I need the closing. Like, give me all of that. Because Mm -hmm. after that, you best believe I'm going to have questions. Okay. So if you give me two sentences. the more information you give, the less (laughs) questions I'm going to have. Right. That's what I'm saying. So that, that, that's possibly no, I know it's a Sagittarius thing because <laughs> I know Sagittarius, I know other Sagittarians and they are the same way. I, I'm telling you, it has to be, that's that's our, that's part of us. That's just who we are. We like details. <laughs> we like details. Absolutely. All right. So let's, I know you had, you was going to tell us the compatibility and how it actually is yeah. set up. Yeah. So um, for those of you that may not know, there are the, there there are four elements for the zodiac. It's the air, the fire, the earth, and the water signs. So the elements play a vital role in you and your partner's dynamic. This is why two people who fall in the same elemental category normally mesh well. So if you're both part of the same um, air compa- you know air element, um, then 
you know, usually you guys will mesh well together because you have the same characteristics. This is not to say that those who fall outside of that category can't have successful relationships either. So um, I'm just going to say, you know, I'll start off with the air signs. So the air signs are Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. They bring curiosity to their dynamics and they thrive on intellectual stimulation, communication, and social connections. Air signs are sometimes hard to tie down or bring down to earth as they enjoy living with their heads in the clouds. Now, dreamers, this is not to be, people don't come for us. This is something, this is, this is not something that we're making up. This is fact. Okay. So if you feel some type of way or you not, everybody got positive traits and everybody got negative traits. So do not come for us, please. We are just stating the facts. <laughs> so, right. um, I cannot speak to the effect of some of these, but I will say for the Gemini signs, I don't, I, I will say some, a lot of, some of this is true. I do feel like some of this is true. I don't really particularly, when we're talking about dating, I've never dated a Libra or an Aquarius. So that's the air sign. And I can say that. What about you? Well, you said you Aquarius. Yeah, I have what been with Aquarius. <laughs> My child is a Gemini and yeah, he's he's hard to to manage because he's like he knows everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he knows everything. And but you know he has like this personality where it's he's either super sweet or he's like super mean. That's the twins. <laughs> That's the Gemini. That's it. Absolutely. Night and day. So, yeah. But then I have my my, my uh Quentin is so what would Quentin is Quentin October. is a Libra he's a Libra yeah Quentin is he's very easygoing mm -hmm. um so I would say he might be the exception yeah <laughs> he might be the exception but I agree with the Aquarius uh far as hard to um bring down the earth yeah, I, I I do agree with that. Hard to tie down. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So you know, I that just that's that's their sign. That's their our, air. And I would say that's our experience. Yeah, and it's a it. very similar. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And for the record, we are not compatible with them. Exactly. <laughs> we are I, me and Rashida are Sagittarius, and we are not compatible with any air sign. So. Tell us about the fire, the fire, right. the hot ones. <laughs> so the fire includes us, of course, Sagittarius, Le the Leo, the Leo lion, and the Aries. So you will find us very passionate and enthusiastic, known for bringing an expressive and mm -hmm. exciting mm -hmm. energy to their relationships. That is the truth. That is <laughs> definitely the truth. So I am currently dating a Leo. I have dated an Aries. And I would say those have been my most um, passionate. Like they match my energy. They match everything when it comes to, you know, being exciting, free spirited. Mm -hmm. And that connection is fire. Yeah. And that's <laughs> what it is. And that's, and, but that's what I'm saying. When you're of the same element, you can see why it kind of helps because it's like y'all share the same energy, you know, whatever. So it's like, you know, and not to say that y'all have, you know, different aspects, of course, that are off or whatever. But I mean, for the most part, 
it feels good. It works. It, it works well. So I just say, I agree. I, I really feel like, you know, staying in your element, <laughs> staying in your element is going to help you help you better out, you know, your situation. <laughs> but, you know, um, moving on, we have the water signs. Um, those are Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, and they are emotionally intuitive, which is true. They are deeply empathetic. Yes, they are. And sensitive <laughs> to the world around them. They bring a sense of emotional depth and connection. Now, we, I have heard this and I, I know this to be true. Cancers are super sensitive and it's not to say that's a bad thing. I'm just saying they're very emotional. This is for the men and the women. Um, the Scorpios too, they are, they deeply empathetic. Like they, uh, yeah, they are. Like, I think they the most feeling signs. The water must be the most feeling signs. Water, water is the most bright. Yeah. They really are emotional, sensitive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've I've experienced all three and I can definitely say um, like friendships, great, not so much in relationships. Mm -hmm. I think um, more so because like you get that side of the emotional. So I like that part where somebody is understanding towards me. Right. Um, and can tap in and listen and all of that kind of thing. But they can also kind of be um, over, kind of overbearing, mm. if you will, to where, you know, with a fire sign, because we're so free spirited, free spirited yeah, it could, it could be kind of smothering, smothering. I was just about to say that. I can see that. I can see that. Like, it's almost like they're trying to hold you down. Yeah. <laughs> And we not to be held down. We are free spirit and we are restless. So we like to just get out and explore. They say we we thrive on adventure. We like to explore, you know, and things like that. So yeah, that mm -mm, that's not gonna work. <laughs> that's not gonna work. No. So then we have lastly the Earth signs. So these are the Taurus, the Virgo, and Capricorn. They bring a sense of stability practicality and groundedness to their partnership reliable and dedicated to their partnerships and thrive on tangible results from their partners mm. okay. well i don't know if i agree with i kind of agree with this statement but i absolutely know they're not compatible with me <laughs> no <laughs> absolutely not so i've experienced them not only in um romantic relationships but even in friendships family um dynamics and i can say oh lord mm -mm, mm -mm. yeah that's <laughs> no. <so> special <laughs> yeah uh well i'll say that it, I, I'll speak for the Virgos. Um, they definitely bring that sense of stability and groundedness and practicality. I'll give them that. Um, they are reliable and dedicated to their partnerships. I'll say that. It's almost to a point of my in my experience where it's like they they not that that they always want to be right, but it's almost like oh, it's they like their way. Right. Yeah, their way is like right. Yeah, they don't like to feel like even if I, if you give a difference of opinion, it's like, well, I'm still going to say my way is better than yours. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they just don't like to lean too far from what they're used to, is what I'll say. 
They like to stay where they know is secure and be like, they're not risk takers. They're not right. risk takers at all. They're very safe. That's the practic practicality. Yes, they are. They are very safe. So yeah, they're not, I don't think we would mesh with them either. <laughs> Because, no, because we again we're we, too free spirited yeah like we change all the time like we are not very now i would say like i have a method you know i'm organizing all of that kind of thing i have some parts of me that you know create stability and all of that kind of thing i do have routine and stuff like that mm -hmm. but at the same time like i don't want to feel like someone is holding me to anything so if right. I decide tomorrow that I don't want to do that anymore I want that that liberty to be like okay today I was super quiet tomorrow I might be super loud so right right, you know, right. so yeah I don't think earth signs would mm -mm. I don't think so either. be very very compatible either <laughs> yeah and you know, we could we um we did kind of um look into like some signs that are compatible with each, you know, each other and stuff like that. But because of the time that we have and because there's so many signs, we didn't want to have to really, really like, you know, go into all those. But you know, if you ever want to check that out, just look up the compatibility of zodiac signs if you're curious to see if maybe you want to see if your current partner who you with are y'all compatible. I mean, I'm not saying y'all not, but just kind of look into and see what they have to say about that. Because if it says you're not compatible and you know that you are, then you know. But again, these are just, this is not written in stone. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is just opinionated, all opinionated. So you can take it how you want. But it's definitely interesting to know. Yeah. So um, love is love. And the heart wants what it wants, no matter where your son falls or what your birth chart says, all relationships require work. And if there are two people willing to put that work in, then that's the roadmap to success. So we want to say the three C's are what, Rashida? <laughs> that commitment. we thrive on. Yes, yeah. commitment, communication, and compatibility. That's it. If you got that, if y'all got that, you don't need nothing else. You don't recipe, need nothing else. <laughs> recipe for long-lasting, thriving yes. relationships. Yes, 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 yes. So what did you think about the wine? I thought it was great. I really like it. I am giving it a five. I like this too. I'm and surprised. I, am, I, I definitely am going to, I'm going to get the the whole, I think I'm going to order the all seven. The sample. Yeah. yeah I want to try it too. Yeah. The bottle is really nice because it has the words on the, on the front. It's very, it's all black and it's very sleek. And then the wording has different colors. So mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah, it looks it looks it looks classy. It looks classy. I like it. Um, I will also give it a five. It's very good. And this was one that you just kind of came across in Total Wine too, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you can either order it, you know, from sipandsharewines.com, or you can find this. This also is available at Total Wines for you to pick up. Okay. All right. So this concludes our episode for today, family. Please let us know what you thought about today's episode. Leave us a comment or email us at uh, whenfriendswine.com and 
We also wanted to say we also still have shirts available for you guys to order. Please, please, please go on our website and order yourself a shirt or a hat and support, support, support. And we appreciate you. Yep. So we actually will be at a pop-up shop in um, on in Laurel on next Saturday, the 13th. So I'll have some merchandise there at the pop-up shop. Um, I wish I had, I'm going to post the address and information, check out our, um, I'll put the flyer up on the, uh, on our social medias so that you can come out and support. It's a back to school, um, pop up that I'll be having some merchandise out there, um, for also keep, um, save the date, September the 30th. That will be our last episode for this season. And we will be doing a live, live podcast. So you'll be able to come out with us, do the live podcast. We're going to have some really great um, things going on. So stay tuned to more information on dates, times. We're going to have an after party. So we're super excited about our next event. If you missed the last one, you don't want to miss don't this. Don't want to miss this. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna take off um, for the month of October through December to get more content and come back strong in January. So if you're liking us and liking our content and everything that we're doing, please come out and support us. Please share, like. If you haven't caught up, please catch up. Our numbers are climbing, but we still have a ways to go. So your feedback and listening every week helps us. So if there are some, um, like I said, some episodes you missed, please catch up, share with your family, share with your friends. Uh, And we really, really appreciate you all. We appreciate you for rocking with us, listening to us and supporting us. We couldn't do this without you. That's right. So until next time, we'll be back here next Sunday, same time, 6 p.m. Everywhere you podcast. Till next time, friends. Cheers. Cheers. I don't need you here to feel good. No, I'm not angry. I got better things to do. Tell your friends I will be just fine Don't need no therapist, there's nothing